Hi, welcome to the Theta Game Podcast, the official podcast at ThetaGame.com. I'm your host, Juni, and thanks for tuning in. These are only my opinions and anything said in this podcast. Future podcasts should not be considered financial advice. I have stock positions in AMD, PayPal, and Costco. Thank you. All right, how's everybody doing? Um, so just like I explained last week, I started dollar cost averaging into my favorite positions, um, or at least positions I'm also uh, red on. So I bought uh, this week 13 shares of uh, AMD. I bought 12 shares of PayPal and 25 shares of Costco. Uh, my Costco position right now is green. And uh, with, I mean, with Friday's bounce, my dollar cost averaging positions are all green. Um, who's to know, like, whether or not we gap down on Monday, if this is uh, just a short-lived, like, spike or a bump in stock prices across the board. But um, it does feel good getting my capital back in there. Remember, um, the reason why I have this excess of capital now is because I'm not committing to buying a house for basically 13 months or whenever my apartment lease is over. So uh, easing my way in by buying batches of 25, 13, or 12, just depending on just like kind of how I'm feeling that day or just like <laughs> really uh, how slow I want to get back in. That's still TBD, um, but I do like that I'm getting in slower as opposed to buying my usual batches of shares in bulks of 100. I also want to give a quick uh, update that I went to my first Armenian wedding over um, on Friday and it was in San Diego, had to take PTO and it was just a beautiful wedding. It was a wedding for my first software boss. His name is Nick. So congrats Nick and Christina for your beautiful wedding. Thank you for the invite. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just it's such a beautiful time. I, I haven't seen him in such a long time either. So it was just a really good way to catch up and just, you know, talk about like what's, what we've both been up to. Um, and, uh, I just have to say that he's a huge reason why I'm, uh, the level of engineering that I'm at right now. Like he's the, he's the main reason why I'm so like, I guess I wouldn't call myself skilled per se, but I, I definitely am driven, right? Like I, I really do feel like I try harder than the next guy, um, but I might not be better than the next guy or better better than the next girl, but uh, I do try my best and I have all of this energy that I've put my focus on in datagang.com. And a lot of that was during um, my time at the company that me and Nick both worked at. He always showed me that like, as long as you have an idea, that's like one thing. But like if you put the idea and you try it, you make a quick like um, proof of concept or you just like do the most minimal viable product and just get it out there, get people's eyes on it, you're going to learn a lot more that way. And so that's kind of the stuff that I pitch whenever I'm doing some of my more technical live streams where maybe I'm just like coding on ThetaGame.com at night. People come in or like some followers come into chat and just like we chat it up a little bit. And they ask, like, how do you get started on this type of stuff? And how do you, uh, or, like, maybe they're like, oh, I'm a software dev. How do you find the energy and time to work on this at, like, 2 a.m. in the morning when you got work the next day? And a lot of that is just with the people that you surround yourself uh, with when you're in this type of mode. Although, like, me and Nick don't talk a lot now or talk as nearly as often when I worked with him, a lot of his, like, 
just work ethic like rubbed off on me. And so I'm super thankful um, to have received the invite for his wedding. It was just a really, really fun time. I actually had to go solo too. That was my first time I ever went to a wedding solo. Like my girlfriend couldn't go because she had to go to a different wedding. But wow, it was such a it was such a blast. His best man is awesome. His groomsmen were awesome. We all had a, a killer, killer time. It was just so, so fun. So yeah, I mean, uh, I think if there's anything to be learned from this little blurb or this little update from me is that uh, the people that you surround yourself really, really matter. And a quick update on crypto. Ooh, that was Discord. Um, there was a moment in time where Bitcoin uh, hit 17.5K. Bitcoin is now above the 20K mark, chilling at 21.4K as of this recording, which is 4.35 p.m., uh, June 25th, 2022. Uh, and yeah, I mean, think of all the times you've ever wanted to buy crypto, especially when it was above like, or, you know, Bitcoin when it was above 60K. Well, now it's at 21. And so if you're thinking to yourself like, oh, I'll wait until it gets lower. Like, why not dollar cost average now? At least like 20 bucks, right? Like, what do you lose if you just invest 20 bucks? But most people are waiting for the absolute bottom to invest everything. And so... I'm drawing these parallels to the stock market where the stock market is also not doing so hot, as everybody knows. Um, and there's never going to be a perfect time to invest everything. You're never going to be able to time the bottom. And I'd say like timing the bottom is even more dangerous because if you go all in uh, <laughs> at, at the bottom and it keeps going lower, well, suddenly you don't have any more money to like double down or dollar cost average. So just consider, you know, looking at crypto or looking at uh, the stock market and dollar cost averaging slowly. I have a strategy where I buy in multiples of 25, 13 and 12. It's just like a mental thing for me that helps me enter. Um, but yeah, we'll see where it goes. I'm starting to do dollar cost average as I mentioned last episode. I'll probably be buying some sort of number of shares next week. Uh, probably not in all three of my AMD, Costco, and PayPal stocks, but maybe if, maybe just one of the stocks I buy like a batch of 12 or 13, but doing it really, really slowly. I don't necessarily think the bottom is here, and it'd be unfair if I said that I thought the bottom was close, right? Like, I don't want to be egging anybody on and be like, yeah, just hold on just a little bit more. Like, I have no idea when the bottom is going to be in. But the reason why I'm dollar cost averaging right now is because I do have the cash available to just slowly dip my feet back in. The risk reward here is that, yeah, I can lose money faster, quote, faster if I buy more and it keeps going down. But if I keep the volume small and if there's that chance that we start carving out a bottom, I'm already strapped in. I'll be mentally ready just to continue following through my plan. I won't be, you know, getting too overly exciting, slamming all my money in, thinking like, okay, this is the bottom. We're on the way up. Developing like these good habits while we're in such like a red and scary position, I think is really important, at least for me. I think everyone enters the market with different different sorts of like mentalities and stuff and this is just how i kind of get ready to get back in i did something similar during the COVID crash just with contracts because i had a lot more free capital back then um but now right now because i'm so deeply invested into these positions and because there's not some like covid type rally happening i have to go in just a little bit slower and just a l little bit more risk adverse 
All right, in one go, let's just quickly talk about the earnings of last week. So Lazy Boy, I believe, did really well. So Lazy Boy stock, let me see. Yeah, in the, so in the last five days, Lazy Boy is up 10%. Um, this just coincides with a lot of what I'm thinking of just with the luxury market and how rich people aren't really um, impacted by inflation or this scare of spend. Uh, so anything with like home furnishing, home improvement, uh, luxury brands, I feel like are just not impacted as heavy as other stocks. It also helps that the P&E ratio of like furnishing companies uh, is just, you know, historically really low because it's just a furniture company. Um, and it also pays a 2.62% dividend yield. So you can see kind of why a stock like this would be really good right now because it's not so heavily priced in for like uh, historic growth numbers like some tech companies are. Um, but yeah, that's just one interesting uh, take that I put on uh, stocks like Lazy Boy. All right, and so FedEx is up just about 8% uh, over the last five days. Um, and a larger part of that is because of earnings. Uh, FedEx is up because it's raised its full uh, guidance for the entire year, which is a pretty big deal in this market, right? A lot of people are, not a lot of people, but a lot of companies are withdrawing their full year guidance, right? So just to give an upbeat guidance for the full fiscal year is like a big, big deal. Something else to note is although UPS did not report along with FedEx, UPS is also up a sizable amount. Uh, UPS is up 6.91% in the last five days as well. A large part of that is due to FedEx's uh, good numbers and upbeat guidance. So gun control is also a pretty popular topic uh, as of late. And Smith & Wesson reported on Thursday and is up, I believe, Smith & Wesson stock. It'd be hard to argue that it's not up just because this is always what happens when people start talking about more gun control. People go out and buy guns. It's very weird, but, you know, uh, whatever. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, so in the last five days, uh, Smith & Wesson is up 21.15%. Uh, um, going over to the last stock here, let's type in Carnival stock. Uh, wow, what the heck? Yeah, so Carnival Corp, uh, which is, is responsible for the, the cruise lines, the cruise line Carnival, I, cr Carnival Cruise Line um, <laughs> is also up. Um, wow, it is up 21%. That's nuts. Yeah, I mean, I guess people are just more open to going back on those things. Um but wow, yeah, I just cannot get myself to ever invest in something like this. Right now, it currently doesn't have a PE ratio. It currently does not make any money. Um, its net income is still negative. Its earnings per share um, is inherently also negative. Really, really bad profit margin. Um, but despite all of that, people are seeing some hope in the stock, and it is up 20%. Um, one last bit here. I, I know I mentioned it was one last thing for Carnival, but I just saw that there was also CarMax. I want to see what CarMax is doing. CarMax uh, also reported pretty well. It's up 15% over the last five days. Um, P&E ratio, 14, no dividend. Uh, revenue year over year uh, is 47%, but it's net income and earnings per share and profit margin are all going down. So... 
I mean, I wonder what people are saying, uh, especially given that um, inflation is rising, but the whole um, used car market is also cooling off from what I can tell. This week's earnings is also relatively light. There is Nike after close on Monday, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond before open on Wednesday, and uh, the one that I'm most particularly interested in is Micron after close on Thursday. Micron is a semiconductor company, um, and it will absolutely influence where AMD and NVIDIA start going. Because right now, AMD and NVIDIA is very range-bound. Um, it's, it's very easy to just like come up with a thesis of that it will just chop sideways, um, given that they're pretty cool companies to own they are quote the future I, I i'm not a huge fan on like repeating that phrase often but uh, it would be nice if micron can make the stockholders of semiconductor companies feel a little bit better with some sort of like upbeat guidance like just saying like yeah we're still backed up or uh we're <laughs> We're, uh, we're projecting that people are still going to be wanting cloud computing and all these other services to be running on our chips and we need more chips to be made. There's still a supply backlog. That would be nice, right? Like that would be great to hear, but um, can't be counting on it. So, you know, I probably won't be buying any AMD shares or NVIDIA shares actually now that I think about it. Because as I've mentioned, um, it's in your best favor if you're really trading and you know, investing into companies that you really love. There's no real reason to, in my opinion, this is definitely my opinion. Um, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't stress it enough. This is just an opinion, but my opinion on it is, you should wait after earnings to buy stocks in a position that you're in that's about to report because you only benefit from having more information post earnings if micron says um hey you know the outlook is not looking so great we're actually just not going to report guidance for the full fiscal year uh we're just gonna try our best to survive this like like poor economy or whatever right like and that sends like nvidia and amd down then it would have been in my best benefit to not have invested more or bought more shares prior to the earnings, right? But and then some of you are like, well, Junie, like what if Micron reports that everything does well and then that sends NVIDIA and AMD flying? Well, I still benefit from that as well because I already have a red position on AMD. So Micron reporting well will only benefit me uh, because I already have a large position. And while that sounds super obvious, uh, it's very easy to just overlook uh, the value of patience, right? Like a lot of people get really caught up with like earnings and um, when earning times come around, they want to get like buy a little bit, see what happens or see where it goes. But your plan on breaking even or investing into a company should be well outside the scope of an earnings call right like it just makes the most sense like why are you betting on such a binary play like why are you um betting on whether or not this company is going to do well or bad some of you might say well can't you just dollar cost average maybe like buy half of the position that you're originally going to want to enter before the earnings call and then the half after 
Well, that's also a possibility, but I'd say that that's more of a scenario for someone that does not already have a position that will be affected by the earnings play. For example, I already have an AMD play, so uh, that is currently red. So I only benefit if the stock goes up. I'm not theoretically missing out on anything because I'm so heavily invested. Um, but for anyone that you know puts in a sizable amount before the earnings, and then it continues to go down, well, you're just gonna shoot yourself in the foot and you're gonna be disappointed because you could have just waited one extra day to have more information and made a way better judgment call on what to do. So just with that in mind, consider just being more patient and getting more info. Like I bring it up all the time, but Magic the Gathering, it's very, very powerful if you have information on your opponent i i didn't want to draw analogies to war because i'm not a war general but like i did i did play a lot of magic the gathering in my in my prime time or my prime days so that's like the best way i could say if you know the cards in your opponent's hand when you play poker you're going to win like 99.99 percent of the games that you play so just consider viewing the opponent as earnings and that when earnings are you know reported you get to see their hand you get to see what's what's happening and then you can make the best judgment call that you can with all of the information that you have available another company that i'm particularly interested in uh next week uh, i briefly glossed over it but it is nike nike right now is testing a very like light support i mean it it be a stretch to even call it a support. I mean, the last time it was at the levels that it is now at 112 was back in August 28th of 2020. So almost two years ago. But um, yeah, if we're, if we're making any sort of real bets, like Nike touching down to like 103 of like, say the highs of, you know, very early 2020, like January 2020, Nike was at 102. So Nike does not, in my opinion, does not have much more room to go down, save with like a buffer of 10%. Like I don't see Nike going down below 100 bucks um, for earnings um, unless if they really report something huge. Nike is exiting out of Russia from what I'm reading right now. Um, but Nike, one of the most recognizable brands in the entire world, um, it is... I would consider Nike a tech company, especially with their recent acquisition of Artifact, the NFT company. It's like basically free money. I mean, think about like all the value that they generate from just having NFTs. This is not me necessarily being bullish on NFTs, right? Like I have my own separate opinion on just like NFTs, JPEGs and all that other, other stuff. But like the fact that one of the most notable companies in the world is doing it and the the margins on nfts is crazy like you just hire like a few designers one like one team of blockchain engineers to manage like millions and then potentially billions of dollars of revenue from people that are just wanting to buy these like quote like collectibles and nfts and stuff margins are really good for nfts and i think that was a very smart move by nike just to um, start picking that stuff up. So we'll see like when exactly um, those earnings get reported through um, the earnings report. I'd be interested to know whether or not if artifact earnings are passed uh, into Nike and if we'll see that on the reportings um, in the re earnings report somehow. But um, yeah, 
hopeful for Nike. I don't see Nike going below 100 bucks, but that is just a that is a guess um, like no other. Like there's no real data beyond me just looking at the Google and like the Google graph of the stock and looking back to January of 2020 and you know there's the also the peak of June 5th, 2020 uh, like 6 months later where there was the uh, peak of the COVID rally that we thought cooled off a little bit and then send the stocks flying through 2020 to um, earlier this year. Wow, that was crazy. Anyway, yeah, excited for Nike. Uh, new on the ThetaGang.com website front, um, the notifications tab is way quicker now. So I implemented pagination there. I had to do some really custom stuff um, just because of how I handle notifications just in general. Um, but yeah, so notifications are just super quick now. Uh, if you've ever followed many people um, or received a lot of mentions or notifications, um, you would see some performance degradation, degradation, degrade, really bad performance, <laughs> really bad performance when you hit the notifications tab. Maybe sometimes you even crash your browser, but that is no longer an issue. And I was able to get that out this week, so pretty happy. Um, that that was always just like kind of in the back of my head, like it was just something that I really needed to do. But man, it's just always so boring to implement pagination sometimes. But uh, yeah, glad I got it done, and uh, yeah, excited for what's next. Something also worth mentioning is that um, while we've been like correcting super hard, the website traffic has been uh, going down. But as of the last like two weeks, um, we've been flattening the curve of just like the drop of like website traffic. So people are starting to either come back or become a little bit more active. And so that's always a good sign. And uh, I'm using that as like a personal metric of just like how people are feeling. So people are, I think, more open to like buying just a little bit more here. So this could be a leading indicator of just like, what is datagang.com uh, Google Analytics graph look like? <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. And I think that about wraps it up for today. Uh, I just wanted to kind of show my progress or talk about my progress on dollar cost averaging. Um, so far my positions are green, but I mean, that can all change next week. We had a really good day on Friday, but you know, as I've mentioned, the bear market rallies are really, really powerful, right? Like it's really up to you to gauge whether or not you think this could be a potential bottom and maybe trickle in. But there's a lot of people that see action like we did on Friday where we had a massive bounce um, that think like, oh, you know, this is the bottom where uh, my puts just lost. So I'm going to flip over to calls. But then, you know, maybe Monday open, Tuesday open, Wednesday open, we start heading downwards again. So be careful trying to time stuff. And this is specifically the reason why I'm choosing to do dollar cost averaging. And so I'll probably dollar cost average into just a little bit more Costco next week because um, I talked about how uh, Micron is reporting this week. I'd much, much rather wait for Micron to report and then dollar cost averaging after that. Maybe I could switch up how much I was playing to dollar cost average in depending on you know what information is provided to me. But this is just an example of me choosing to be like purposely patient and waiting for and wait for info. But I still can focus on other positions that I have, like Costco, that I want to develop too. Um, you don't have to trade as well. Like a lot of people 
feel like they always need to make a trade every day. You don't. There are a lot of not trading should be the norm, right? Like unless if you're um, doing some dollar cost averaging stuff, then like yeah, on a weekly basis, given under these like you know these conditions, you will always buy at this level. Like that's a system. But like don't go off like looking at your watch list, being bored, and saying like oh I'll just put this on for fun when you're trying to dig yourself self out of a hole like I am, right? Like save the fun for when you're green. And if you're green, I would commend you on that because that's a very, very cool thing to be right now because you um, are definitely doing better than a lot of other people right now, including me in the market. So um, just be careful out there. Don't get over eager. You benefit more from just waiting a lot of the time, especially if an, if an earnings report is coming out that's going to affect you. But you're never too late um, or too early to dollar cost average because the point of dollar cost averaging is you do it many times over the course of a set period of time. Okay, like it, it's hard to dollar cost average if you go all in right now and then you buy a little bit more after that and a little bit more after that because you know if you buy all of it say tomorrow or on Monday open. Then if we continue going down, then your auto deposits of like a hundred bucks isn't gonna really change your cost basis, right? And then you just just feel stuck and frustrated. So keep keep those things in mind. Find out what things that tilt you, uh, and try to avoid those things. Very very uh, easy advice to say, but very very easy, uh, very very difficult to follow. Um, I think I have a fair share of things that tilt me in the stock market and I try to avoid those things, aka when I buy options or when I try time things or when I try to play earnings or you know when I do when I do all of these other things that I consider fun still, like I still consider those things fun. Like I have a blast every time I do it. Um, but when those um, types of strategies lose, it kind of tilts me. I just think like, oh, you know what? you know maybe I was just, uh, maybe the company was doing this or, you know, oh, why did they announce this at this time? You know, I, I find myself starting to blame like other people or other factors uh, besides myself, but I can't, right? Or you shouldn't or I shouldn't because I'm the one that clicked the buy button. No one forced me to click the buy button. So just remember that as you're just navigating in your boredom, uh, in your terminal, uh, on your computer or on your phone, I guess. Um, yeah. So we'll go into the outro. Everyone have a wonderful, wonderful week, and I'll see everybody next week. I want to give a shout-out to Pocket Change, Avrilian, Mike D, Slow Motion, Jay-Z, and Symmetrics, Past Your Bedtime, Empty Cans, Mods, Norco Royal, Mitch Bitty 7 Upstream Puddle, GJ Wilson, Beans J. Kemp, Statistically Random, Steven Shares, and Mr. Integrity, Drevy, Island Bell, DJ Mac 86, Nal, Vlad TC, Malt Man 1856, Mahaden, Little Little, Mr. Sneezy, Man of Dundum, Crown Pound 95, Leo Jetson, Fancy Wolf, My Astro XC, McFly, Seneca, Meb, 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 Chicken Dinner, Ivan Yurkinov, Arfman, Lord Skeletor, Lazy Reservist, The Jester, um, Kaput, Crustier, Shifty, AG, Theater Ray, ULXV, El Finkel, 4RT, Can't Make Money, IRL, and Ensis88. Wow. Yeah, I mean, as I'm as I'm recording this, um, I have my, I guess my dinner or my dinner, very early dinner. Um, oh, is it early? It's like five twenty-five. First meal of the day. Um, felt pretty bloated when I woke up this morning because um, yeah, drank a good amount, ate a lot of food that I did not 
no. <laughs> like, it was my first time eating Armenian food, so that was pretty cool. There's this really good dish or this really good appetizer thing that it was, like, wrapped in a leaf. It, and there's, like, rice and meat on the inside. Oh, it was so bomb. Um, but, yeah. So, went to the wedding uh, and just, yeah, just talked tech with all of Nick's friends. Nick has so many smart friends. Uh, and it just reminded me of just, like, the... the the days of when I worked with Nick at, at that company because um, I don't get that many chances to just like talk tech like at the level that I do with like Nick and stuff because I get a lot of my, <laughs> um, what's like the best way to say it? Like I'm pretty realistic um, when it comes to deadlines uh, at work, uh, in my hobbies, in my goals, just like in life, like if I say that I'm gonna learn how to kickflip in like a month, I make sure that I learn how to kickflip in a month. I like create like this master plan. And I have a, like a very realistic uh, perspective on the amount of time it takes to do something. And I get a lot of that from Nick. And so I'm just like thinking of all these different things that um, uh, opportunities where I talk about tech in with other people and uh, you know, when you talk tech with people that you don't really kick it with, it's always just like, oh, yeah, that's cool, or yeah, that's sick, this is, uh, that seems really fast, or it doesn't really get, like, nitty-gritty. It doesn't get down to the core, because you, you honestly sometimes just don't care. But, like, whenever me or Nick talk about, like, an idea, we get down to the nitty-gritty of just, like, like why like why would users do this or like why why would somebody come to this website or like why why would you do this in in this context or what what are, what are you thinking about this it it's very it it was so refreshing cuz i just have i haven't talked like that in in quite a while and it got me really really motivated actually so like i'm about to eat this meal and just like figure out what what's the next like big feature that i'm going to do for thetygame.com and it's like yeah, breath of fresh air. Um, marriage is cool, from what I hear. That's something that I think I'm going to embark. Not like soon, soon, but it has been coming up in conversation a lot, just with friends, family, and girlfriends. So uh, that is going to be exciting. I if I don't cry at my own wedding, I, I, I just don't know what I do my, with myself as a person because I cry at every single wedding I go to. Like, I don't know what it is, but when the vows go out or when they just are both up there and you're just like, wow, they invited me to this. Like, they they wanted me here to see this thing. Oh, my God. I, I, just, I just get so choked up. Um, what else has been going on? The T-shirt. Man, I don't know what is happening with the Skate Jam, but uh, I just keep getting told that it's getting pushed back. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to happen. I need to figure out like some plan B. Um, but yeah, excited to see where that ends up going. Um, I have some other backup ideas that uh, are also what I think is cool. There's a lot of artists in my hometown that's close to Monterey Bay. Like I live in a city that's really close to Monterey Bay. Um, that has just a lot of um, independent artists that I guess is the best way I could say is like what that I grew up with. And it'd be pretty cool if I just did like a huge collab of just like, and of course like paying them and stuff too and supporting supporting them. Um, 
and putting like a collaboration of their art on the back of the shirt. So that's something that I've also been thinking about. Any way to like kind of promote um, my hometown is the direction that I want to go. I just don't know what what that really looks like beyond the skate jam stuff. Because I was so... I was so excited, man. Like, I'm down to pitching helmets. I'm down to pitching, like, uh, skateboards, trucks, wheels, shoes. Like, I'm down to, like, have, like, a McDonald's gift card because, like, there's a McDonald's down the street. You can take all your homies and get, like, tons of chicken nuggets and stuff. I don't know. Man, if I won a skate jam, like, that would be the thing that I want. I just, like, roll down the hill, go to McDonald's, order, like, 100 chicken nuggets and, like, I don't know, like 10 large fries and just chow down with your boys. Like, those were the times. Not that that ever happened, but on a much like less grand scale, right? Like, everyone just got their own thing off the dollar menu when that existed. Um, anything else? Yeah, moving to, to my apartment in about like a week. In a week. Oh my gosh, I moved to my apartment next week. That is in insane actually oh my goodness yeah and that's gonna be so fun um you know gonna have the girlfriend over all the time um you know possibly like i don't know it, it's just gonna be fun like i haven't had my own place in quite some time and i feel like it's just the time for this to happen um it it might even cure my itch to buy a house long enough for the housing prices to cool off and speaking of which mortgage rates hitting 6.2 that is that is beyond me like i just feel so bad for people that actually need a house like that must feel super bad um and yeah uh what else the turnouts at the at the late at the last uh, Twitch streams have been really good. Like we've been chatting it up, lots of lots of cool people showing up there. Um, anything anything else in particular? No, I think that is all. Um, if you ever want to write in. Uh, it can be a good thing, a bad thing, uh, any sort of thing. You can email me at junie at datagang.com. Um, and then uh, you can tune into the Twitch streams live at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time at twitch.tv slash realthatagang. And you can follow me on Twitter at realthatagang. Um, that's about it. Uh, just want to give a shout out to all the fathers again for Father's Day. You are a very important person in your family's lives and uh, definitely thankful for both of mine. Um, I always call uh, my mom too um, for Father's Day. But yeah, anywho, uh, I'll see everybody next week. Bye-bye.